The Essence of Tea, episode 49. Welcome. You are listening to the Essence of Tea podcast, where we share about the world of tea with you. From tea tastings to tea history and culture to tea education, health, and wellness, the Essence of Tea is your tea companion through your personal transformation and growth. I'm your host, Jenny Jie. Now let's get started. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us today. My name is Jenny. I am the owner of Sipping Streams Tea Company, an 11-time international award-winning tea company, and... I am Chef Eric Marshall, the palate pleaser in the one-time and will be future chop champion, season 49. Check me out. Yeah, and today we're going to be showing and sharing with you our adventure of cooking and grilling in the outdoors in Alaska. Absolutely. Now, this is what I'm looking forward to. And so right now outside, outside is where we're going to actually end up grilling and cooking. It's actually about minus 10 degrees and we're actually going up to the top of a mountain. I know. Like way up on the mountain. We might even see the northern lights while we're cooking. I would love that. And you know, I'm not used to no negative 10 degree weather. (laughs) I have been since I've been here, but yeah, I'm not acclimated yet. But yeah, so do you want to share with them what you're going to be making or do you want me to go first? Actually, I'll go ahead and go first. Okay. So what we are going to be pairing tonight, if you see this, this is king salmon. From what I heard, it's about her size. And it's a delicious delicious fish (laughs) from the Copper River. And it's going to be delicious. And what I'm using with it is actually my own seasoning, Mm -hmm. which is called slapping seafood. It's almost like slap your mama, but this is better. This is slapping. You probably slap everybody around you. Oh, yeah. yeah, Slap the inside of your mouth. Exactly. (laughs) It's it's here to please the palate. Um, It's going to be some Hawaiian salt to go along with it. Uh, Pepper. Um, I'm going to put some lemon on there because you always need a little bit of acidity with your fish. That's what I believe anyway. And we have some dry ginger, which we're going to rehydrate. And this is going to be delicious. And you only need a little bit because it's already dried out. And it's kind of powerful. So you got to be careful with that. And some shallots to add like a nice tangy-ish and sweetest flavor because that's what shallots are. And then we're going to drizzle a little bit of this honey. Because you always need that little sweetness and balance. And this is a matcha infused, right? Because this yeah. is your honey. Yeah, it's our matcha yes. infused raw honey. Yeah. So it's got that green umami flavor, which you like to have with seafood. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I think that's why I picked this one, because I had a taste testing with the honeys. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> so delicious. But this is going to pair the best with the salmon tonight. Yeah. Oh, and of course, butter. Can't go wrong with butter. Um, and I think that's it for the salmon. But we also have, what is this now? This is caribou brats. Caribou brats. And what we're going to do is probably just put like maybe salt and pepper on there, but we're going to foil it and just throw it into the fire. And that should be perfect for what we're looking for tonight to see the Northern Lights. Oh, I'm so excited. And just to let you know, all of this food has been sponsored because you cannot, well, maybe the King Salmon you can buy in a grocery store, but the rest is not legal for purchasing. So my friends from Alaska Exposure donated their own wild caught game meat for our super fun adventure tonight. So yeah, so for me, I'm actually going to be making a moose roast. I've never had it, so I'm excited about this. Yeah, it's gonna be a smoked moose roast with caramelized onions wrapped in bacon. 
So I'll be actually wrapping the bacon right before we throw it into the fire because I want the moose roast to be nice and marinated. Mm -hmm. And we know everything goes good with bacon for the meat eaters anyway. <laughs> I love bacon and that being wrapped in bacon. See, I can learn anything. <laughs> I don't know everything, so I'm learning today. Yeah, well, and, and it's nice because we have different styles and different experiences. Absolutely. So we're learning from each other. Like, because your style and where you're from the East Coast mm -hmm. is way different than it is from Alaska. Absolutely. You know? So I'm going to actually cheat, or you might think it's a great hack, that I'm going to actually steep our Lapsang Souchong, which is pine smoked black tea. Because black tea is also great for darker meats, and it's a natural meat tenderizer. So my tea is actually steeping right now, and it's going to penetrate the meat also um, and give it that smoky flavor. Because we're not going to actually smoke smoke it, because we're literally camping, I mean, uh, cooking over a campfire. And with that campfire, we don't have that much time, right? And so mm -hmm. it kind of cooks it a little faster. So... It's going to be one of the very first meats we're going to put in because that way when the heat is just starting to build up, we've got a little bit more time instead of just like zapping a roast, you know. You don't want it all yeah. dried out. And game meat is very lean. The caribou is very lean. The king salmon, the moose is very lean. And I'm going to be actually rehydrating it with some pink peppercorns. Pink pepper is actually the sweetest it is. of the, the peppercorns. I love pink peppercorn. Yep. And then I'm also going to be throwing in some of the ginger also in there. And um, I'm going to give it kind of like a teriyaki flair, you know, to it. Instead mm -hmm. of using brown sugar or molasses, I'm going to use like the first harvest of honey. And this was just from last year. So the first so harvest means what? It is like when all the plants are just starting to bloom. Mm -hmm. So it's like the first fruits of all the flowers uh -huh. and the bees are super like craving to get out there to pollinate and get the nectar out. So you've got a little of everything and that's why the honey is so, so uh -huh. dark. It's really rich, which pairs really well with a darker meat. So we're yeah, gonna put some of that in there. Honey actually breaks down some of the enzymes in the meat too. So that's good. Yeah, so we wanna have really nice, moist game meat. You know, because some people have a really bad experience with game meat mm -hmm. and they just don't know. So we're trying to make sure all of our ingredients are going to be a great um, pairing and just bringing out the best qualities of that Absolutely. experience. So, yeah, and I'm also going to be putting in my, I'm actually going to use a stoneware loaf pan and cook the carrots, the caramelized onions, and of course, bacon. <laughs> so you, since yeah. you're talking about what you're using, I'll be using a cast iron skillet. And you know you cannot go wrong with a cast iron skillet. You're gonna get that nice crispy skin on this salmon, and I cannot wait to get that crunch. Yeah, good thing the skin's still on there, right? It you is. wanna keep the skin it's on there. It's a lot there. of flavor in the skin. So should we start showing a little bit of the prep right now? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so with my um black tea that's been steeping for a while, I'm actually gonna start crushing my pink peppercorns you see how it pops and breaks open i mean you could use a grinder too but i just need a little bit it's, i don't need that much so i want to pop them open because it starts getting the essential oils out when you buy ground pepper you're not going to get you're getting it more stale you know what i mean more stale of um of an experience of that ingredient so i'm just cracking it open that's why they you know crack your pepper over your salad exactly. you know because it's fresh that way i'm gonna put some soy sauce in it it's gonna be my salt to help, you know, brine a little bit of the meat. And I'm gonna put this all in a Ziploc bag. So my tea is still hot, actually. My tea is still hot. Um, do you mind, Chef, um, grabbing me a cup? There's a glass cup back there. And so when you put something dehydrated, like 
like ginger, it's going to be twice as potent. So what I'm gonna do right now is I'm going to pour my hot liquid tea into a cup and then just pour it right back into there to make sure I soak all of it. I just didn't want to have all of it in there right away, if that made sense, because it was so hot and I was just starting it up right away. So I'm just gonna steep my tea and my tea and spices together. Was that's really what's nice is spices are great for tea and for um, cooking, right? Absolutely. And so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put my moose meat in a gallon Ziploc bag. And then I'm literally just gonna pour the tea right into the gallon Ziploc bag. So I'm just gonna let this steep a little bit more and then I'm going to actually put some of the honey into the bag too, all together, super easy. Perfect. So do you wanna prep yours next? Well, actually I don't have a lot to do with my prepping because when I throw my salmon in the cast iron skillet, it needs to be all the way dry. So I'm not gonna have anything wet. So you're gonna have to see what happens when it comes out together because if it's too wet, it's gonna like almost steam the skin. And since we have the skin, the skin on, we want it to be nice and crispy. So I'm gonna get the cast iron skillet, put the butter in there and then put it on. Of course, I'm gonna season the fish and then get the scallions and the ginger and all that ready. But this is actually gonna be the way it is for right now. So I can't wet it. So when we get out there in the negative 10, it's probably going to be even colder than... Up on the mountains. <laughs> um, yeah. So we want that crispiness. So that's what we're going to do. And we're just going to really just foil the the caribou and going to throw that in the fire. So yeah. nice, nice you have snack. Prep well, we more prepping than I do, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, and then this is different styles because of different types of meat. And Absolutely. what you're going to do with it. Like, this is going to be a thicker meat. Fish always cooks a lot faster. Absolutely. So, um, yep, it's just a little bit different. So, I'm going to... So, how long do you think yours is going to take to cook, roughly? Oh, I think mine's going to be one of the last things to cook. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm hoping to move it away from the high heat. Don't really want it in the coals because it's just going to dry it out. So, you know, like a well-done steak. You don't want a well-done steak. Oh, no. Because so, we are not. We don't have a stove out there. No, no, no. This is over <laughs> some open flames. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Yep, and so... So it'll be very, very interesting. Um, but yeah, this and it's fine that this tea is hot with the spices in there. It's going to be very mellow. And I, you notice I don't pour the tea leaves in there because you're going to have all this fiber, right? So they're actually going to cook this meat a little bit and kind of like warm it up. But we're actually going outside. So actually, I'm not too worried about the heat of cooking it. So, I mean, it's not boiling hot, but it's kind of par cooking it a little bit, but it kind of actually helps penetrate that. So, and then I'm gonna put some honey in there. I'll wash the lid, because <laughs> I like touched it with my hands. I'll get some honey in there. And this honey is really strong, right? Like you oh, tried yeah. the honey earlier? Yes. So we're just gonna get the honey. Oops, now I'm gonna need another spoon. <laughs> Assistance! <laughs> we have the assistant hand. All right, thank you. Just cause it's so sticky. So the nice easy thing about brown sugar is you're not, you know, you can just kind of drizzle it in there. I'm not even left-handed, but. Mm. But right. let's just get in there and then just kind of squish the bag around. I can already smell this. The aromatics, oh. So, yep, and then I'm just kind of trying to get the honey actually off my fingers. That's why I'm sticking my hands in here, but I'll wash my hands, too. And I'll wash the lid of the honey jar since I touched it with my hands. But, yeah, do you want to help me uh, close this up? Yep. 
Thank you. This is what I'm good for. <laughs> and the rest is gonna cook in the stoneware with foil. There we go. It. See that? This is just gonna sit and ah. Uh, it's just gonna marinate. marinate. For actually a, quite a few hours because it's going to take us a while until we get up to the top of the mountain. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, it'll be a very fun experience. So we're getting up there, what, helicopter? No. How are we getting there? <laughs> no, no, I didn't ask those favors yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, no, we're going to be taking some suspies. So they're former, is it military um, vehicles that have been repurposed. Um, at Sheena Hot Springs where our tea farm is. So we have a geothermal tea farm oh. at Sheena Hot Springs that we can go check out too. But um, but yeah, we're gonna go in these these carriages in the dark and hopefully we'll see the aurora and we arrive pretty close to midnight. So we've got quite a few hours for our stuff to like oh, yeah. marinate. Mm -hmm. Okay, close to midnight. We're gonna be up late. I did see the Northern Lights once, but hopefully I get to see it again. <laughs> I hope we get to see it under this beautiful, beautiful of the hill, the snow hill, snow mountain at Chena Hot Springs. And I'm just getting ready to put the bacon on. I've already lined my ceramic pan with onions and carrots. I've got two little roasts. I'm gonna cover the, the um, ceramic Oh, it's cold. <laughs> the ceramic uh, pan covered up with foil. So I'm just trying to separate the bacon right now. Use up all the bacon. There's no running water up here. <laughs> so I brought lots of disposable gloves. Trying to keep it as clean as possible. So just wrapping up my moose roast with bacon. Put on a layer of fat around it. Moose is extremely lean. They only eat plants. Lots of willow. People's gardens if they can in the fall time like mine. I ate the whole garden one year. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's delicious meat. It's not gamey at all. I mean, unless you've had moose that started to go bad. But um, yeah, so wrapping it in fat is actually gonna help preserve it, not get overcooked. It's about, what's the temperature here? I think minus five. Probably minus. What is the temperature? You got some up there? <laughs> I'm about to see. Up on the top of the mountain? <laughs> if I do, shout out to Verizon. Oh, this is a much bigger roast. Oh well, we'll just like layer it in bacon. It's all, it's all gonna cook. It's all time. gonna cook Absolutely anyways. Not. This is a much larger roast than I thought <laughs> when I pulled it out of the bag. Oh, that is a big roast. Yeah, this one's a lot bigger. The other one was smaller, but we'll just angle that one towards the flame. All right, trying to do this under negative temperatures <laughs> and stay sanitary. Remember, no trace. Don't leave your garbage in the wilderness. Keep it all together. Hard to see when everything's white. <laughs> white on white. Right, gonna cover this up with foil. Ooh, I feel like I need to have this juice in here. What do you think, guys? Like oh man, the Lapsang Souchong black tea. 
with the uh, pink peppercorns and um, ginger. Ooh, and I put some garlic in there, of course. Can't believe I forgot the garlic, but I didn't forget quite all the way. Gonna wrap it in mine in foil. Gonna put it next to the pan. I don't want to put it right on the fire, just put it next to the fire. If I get mine really close to the fire. I don't want to put it really on really, really hot coals. I don't know how it's going to cook. I might have to actually turn it. And note to those people learning about winter gear, there are certain types of winter gear you cannot use on hot items like that cast iron pan because they will melt. Okay, so we sealed the salmon up and I seasoned it with the nice uh, slapping seasoning. I have multiple pieces here. Oh. It's usually supposed to be cooked at room temperature, but we all know where we are right now. Happens, it's real life. <laughs> now, are you going to be using this tea too? I am actually. I've been using the tea, or a can of ginger root with the butter. So, and the matcha honey. And the matcha honey. Where is that seasoning? Ah, there it is. I'm gonna get some more of this uh, slap and seasoning going. Make sure we get all the flavor that we need. I got napkins and I got- Cause it doesn't take long for same to cook whatsoever. But in these conditions, I don't know yet. So what I'm actually gonna do with cast iron is Surely hot by now. <laughs> Surely hot. So they're going to get some butter going. Military, former military suspies that are on tracks. And all our stuff was on the roof. On the roof. And so everything has been nicely chilled. Yes. <laughs> Dang preserved. It's probably going to be a brown butter salmon there. Almost cut caught my oven mitt on fire. <laughs> there we go. I will be right straightened down <laughs> So we got the butter going in there. We'll add one more piece. Ginger. You don't want a lot. Some of the matcha. The matcha I meant the um the Arctic bliss. The Arctic bliss. We've got fireweed, over cranberries, and uh, white tea. Oh yeah. And we are gonna have this. Inside down. Good matches. Yes. We want this really actually dry. But we know that it's uh, freezing out here.
Oh, is it okay if I wrap the brats? Oh yeah, let's get the brats. The brats. Oh, put them on, okay. but we're gonna have to cut after we at the lake. Yeah. yeah, so I'm just saying, like, wrap all, all the muffins up, right? So we're gonna let this sear up for a while. Get that skin nice and crispy. So that is what we really want, that nice crispy texture while it's cooking throughout in this nice brown butter that we have going now. Yeah, so this is going to be a really, really crispy skin. Yeah. Damn it. So you are definitely going to get that crunch. We're going to call it black and salmon. Yeah, of course. Black and salmon sounds delicious. Black and king salmon. Black and king salmon from the Copper River. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fish wheel. So there's different kinds of fish. Oh, yeah? So the How's fish, the fish wheel, wheel? Yeah. Yeah, it moves with the water. So then the salmon flow into the big net, like this wheel. Right. It's got nets on it. And then, and then they just get, they're just swimming along, thinking they're like, oh, it's like a Ferris wheel ride. Boop, and you drop right down the chute. That's it. <laughs> Not no hooks, no struggle. That's it. Oh. But you have to have a very special permit and be able to get one in order to have a fish wheel. Not everyone can have one. How do you get the so, permit? I think you just have to apply for it, but it depends on the situation. Because usually for subsistence living, okay. depending where it is, like some places you have to be like indigenous Alaskan for mm -hmm. these different special hunting permits or whatever. So it really just depends. Okay. Mm -hmm. Looks like, like I might have to become a resident. <laughs> The salmon really does not take long to cook at all. Oh yeah, it's good salmon. How do you typically like your salmon? Because you, like this is any meat, you can have it like medium, medium well, well done. Um, I've never had my salmon well done before. It's always been just perfect. Once it starts flaking and flakes evenly through, exactly. that's how I always eat my fish, no matter what kind of fish. Exactly. You know, white fish, cod. I mean, there's this thing about quality of fish. Mm -hmm. I think it really shows in the meat itself and then how it was stored. Even though this was frozen from the summer, right? 
it can be stored really well still. So, you know, if you've got really, really well done salmon, I mean, usually it's the edges that are well done. Mm -hmm. So it just really depends on the cooking technique. But I just love my salmon meaty like a steak. Yeah. But flaky steak. And it depends on how you were raised. Because, unfortunately, sometimes in the black community, everybody likes their stuff well done. Oh. I actually pulled away from that. Because <laughs> I don't like anything well done anymore. Well, chicken, yes. But <laughs> other than that, yeah. My steaks, I used to do like medium rare or medium. I still like that nice juiciness. And I got my parents into getting eating like that because they taught me to eat it well done. Mm -hmm. But nope, now I have them eating theirs medium. I started them off with medium well. Things like, is this blood? I was like, it's actually not blood, as you see. But this, uh, this salmon is almost finished. Then we have two more pieces here, mm -hmm. which I actually know is going to come out better than these. Cooking over a fire is really hard to control. It is. Like very much so. The shape of the wood also changes, like how it's laid out, changes the way the oxygen is going to circulate. Depends, like which part of the log is going to be hotter than the other part of the log. Um, it's pretty much a wild card when you cook over a campfire. Oh yeah. I mean, that's why some people they like cooking with wood, like a wood stove, but. Certain wood stoves you can really control the heat. You know, like those like brick oven wood stoves for pizza and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They're built a certain way. Here we just got some regular wood and built a fire. We're gonna get our last pieces going. Uh, what did I do with the uh there? Oh garlic? The rest of the season. Oh right here. The ginger. So we're just going to repeat this process one more again. Now this one should not take long at all. got this lemon for the acidity. Pour these pieces of salmon. And to top it off, the honey. Oh, look at that. Don't think it melts it down good enough. Just got cold too. Do you have a spoon or anything? <laughs> Smoke inhalation. Oh 
So I actually think this is going to be perfect. That is much better. So clearly these are going to cook at different times because this is actually thicker than this one here. So this is going to come out a little quicker than the other. But it's all going to be cooked to perfection. And cooking out here, I'm actually not feeling too cold. Probably because I'm, I'm moving a lot. This is my passion. Well, not a lot, but I'm moving more than just sitting still. And I have this campfire here. I'm um, wearing I do love a cast iron though because the heat is usually distributed so evenly and it's actually good for you too. The more you use the cast iron, the more season it gets. Uh, it's so durable, can withstand the elements. Like it right now. I think this might be the tester piece right there. <laughs> oh yeah. So I guess with the roast, I'm just gonna dump it in here and put some aluminum foil over top of that. Last and Mohican. There we have it, folks. That's what I was looking for. I'm done. You guys have a good day. Oh my.
That is so good. The acidity from the salmon, I mean the lemon. Actually, spend a little bit more. A little bit more honey on the top. So good. It's kind of a little cold, but I'll make it warm. You know how you make iced tea in this weather? It's like that, right? Come on, get a cup. <laughs> Yeah, ready to go. Oh yeah. I think it's a little brown. Oh, this one looks like a little brown. This one's a little brown. Keep it in its bacon. Bacon. <laughs> put the bacon in there? Put, yeah, just put it in there. It'll keep it from dripping out. This one looks like it's about done. That looks like it is. Good. You can tell from the flexibility. Yeah. Done. That's it. Yeah, we're good to go. Oh my gosh, don't lose the bacon. Do not lose the bacon. Alright, got me this pan out. Oh my gosh, this tastes so good. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I have to go back in and get some more hot water. I can now wait, that smells so good. Roast. Smells so good. And that the sauce you made, the marinade. I wanted to eat it just raw. I was about to be primal for a second. <laughs> it is, smells so good. I mean, unfortunately, there's some accents, but we're in the wild. Right? What happens. All you got to do is pivot. You can't yeah, move it. Yeah, I was just like, and that's what we're uh, doing. Okay, we're gonna move this stuff. <laughs> That's what you gotta do when you're in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Things happen all the time. All the time. Like, now the smoke goes this way. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fire changes, the Everything. wood burns down. It's like, yeah. Uh, uh. yeah. Yes. It's part of the experience. Like, if you go camping and you don't smell like campfire smoke, it's like, oh, then you're not you doing do? it right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Because I know I definitely smell like it. I think I'm thinking, oh, 
You work in the smokehouse. I'm ready. I got the little toaster. one. <laughs> Cheers! Cheers. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. This is... This is freaking this is, amazing. I've never had caribou blocks before. Mmm. There's a little kick to it, too. Mm-hmm. So we didn't season this. This was actually sponsored by Alaska Exposure. Uh, but, um... I mean... It was something that was thrown in with the moose and the king salmon, so yeah, man, it's nice. This Ugh. is delicious. I love something with a kick to it. I mm -hmm. love spicy food. I did a really good job. It's not overpowering. Mm -hmm. It's got a nice a little kick on the back end. Well, in the front too. But this is delicious. I have never had caribou before. Oh, and it's showing like the fat. Okay, because caribou is really lean too, just mm -hmm. like moose meat. So there's probably some pork in there, but. They have a good balance because oh, yeah. it's not too juicy and too fat where you lose like the caribou flavor. But that kick is good. Yes, over an open flame too. Oh, and a cast iron cooked three ways, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's adventures in Alaska for you. <laughs> I'm gonna have to learn this process. <laughs> the way. Yes, <laughs> the Alaskan way. So what season can you actually hunt caribou? Well, they just did the 40 mile hunt. Mm -hmm. So it's like fall into winter. There's a certain quota that can be reached up to. This year was less than half because the snowfall was so deep. Oh. So it's really hard to get to the caribou. Caribou don't and moose don't really like really, really deep snow. Mm -hmm. Well, this was snow with a layer of ice with another mm. layer of snow. So when you punched into it, then it's kind of painful. Mm. So um, if you're light enough, caribou might be light enough, depending on you know, how crusty that ice layer was. Mm -hmm. But moose are like as big as a car. I know. You know, so it's, you'll see a lot more moose on the roads this year because of snowfall. But um, yeah, and it just depends on where they're at. And it's all regulated by fishing game. So oh. I'll yeah. tell you what. I can't help but keep punching into this though. <laughs> mm. This is what I needed out here. I don't even feel cold. Mm -mm. Warm's Not body. At all. Yeah, it's definitely hit the spot. I guess I had you talking too much because I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I need this on a regular basis. I'm gonna to talk too much, so should we move on to the next one? Let's keep on moving. Okay. All right, what's under here? Plate number two. Oh, uh, this is my moose roast. We'll see moose. this. This was a very ex interesting experiment cooking this thing. What, three different ways? <laughs> this was three different ways too, because we had to pivot so much because we're out here. Mm-hmm. And your um, the thing cracked. Mm-hmm, my loaf pan, my stone loaf pan cracked yeah. part way. We got a knife. Mm. Where'd your knife go? Oh, I need my knife. Stand yeah. by. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right, so what do we have here? We got moose meat marinated with lapsang souchong pine smoked black tea, one of our teas. Mm -hmm. That has this nice sweet flavor to it. Black tea is a natural meat tenderizer with the tannins in it. Then I um, also steeped, it, steeped the dried ginger with the crap, cracked pink 
peppercorns. Peppercorns, yeah. Pink specifically because it's the sweetest peppercorn you can get for the varietal. Yes, it is. And I wrapped it in bacon. And then I put, um, oh yeah, don't forget the honey. That's right. So it's closer to barbecue sauce, right? Yes. So I put our very first batch of raw Alaskan fireweed honey in there. And then you guys were like, Oh my gosh, just oh, I want to drink fragrance the, of that. I just want to oh drink the tea. Like it's the barbecue sauce. And then I wrapped in bacon. I threw in onions and carrots. Just also as like a buffer mm -hmm. in the in the pan because it's really hot. So mm -hmm. yeah. Let's see how it goes. Ooh, actually this looks really good. Oh, look how that's oh, you're gonna have to hold that up. <laughs> this look is like that. perfect. Oh my gosh. It Mom is. and dad, you'd be so proud of me. Wish you were here. This is probably the only meal I'll be cooking for professional chefs like you guys. <laughs> I'll have to make moose next summer when my dad comes up. So for those of you who don't know, my parents are retired professional chefs. I'm a tea specialist. I'm not a chef, really. He's like, I skipped that part. Yeah. But Oh, you want the big piece? You have the big piece. I'll have the little piece. But, oh my gosh, this is perfectly cooked. It oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so lucky. <laughs> Over a campfire. Here, you get the bigger piece. I'm little. I'm still eating my my broads. So, there we go. Cheers. Right. Cheers. Oh my god, that is perfect. And it's it's almost falling apart. Mm-hmm. So they're really lean. You're gonna have some tendon in there, but. Like if we did this low and slow, it would have just fell apart. Oh yeah. You can feel the parts where there is like tendon in between or like mm -hmm. the parts, but yours is like almost medium. Like I like it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, it tastes that marinade. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I need marinade juice just to drink it. You taste the sweet. I do taste the sweet. Yeah. This is delicious. Mm. Oh my gosh, I can't believe yours was like perfect. <laughs> I think after this one, I'm gonna go to sleep. Mm -hmm. We can't, we got one last one. Oh. Mm -mm. You're right. Mm -mm. Mm. Let's move along, let's move along to the last one. Okay, hey chef, reveal your dish. Let's move this out the way. So what we have here, Is king salmon from the Copper River. Mm -hmm. From a fish wheel. For the fi that's right. Specifically from a fish wheel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you need specific permitting. Yep, not anyone can fish. get a fish wheel. Mm -hmm. So, what we have is a lot of actually a lot of your stuff <laughs> from here, but it does have my seasoning, which is the slap and seafood seasoning. Mm -hmm. Slap somebody for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a little ginger. And what was the blend that you gave me to? The Arctic Bliss. That was our first international award-winning tea. So oh, it's yeah. a fireweed, lowbush, cranberries, and white tea. Mm -hmm. Which white tea and green tea both go very well with fish. Definitely does. And it's also your honey that's on there too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. The our matcha. vegetable. Our vegetable, remember? Oh, that's the best word. <laughs> yeah, the matcha-infused mm -hmm. raw honey. Yeah. And always a little squirt of lemon for the acidity. And then I actually drizzle some more of the honey on top. So let's get into that. I'm excited. I'm excited. I love fish. Oh, I love too. And it should be nice and crispy. 
Good thing you had the skin on there, right? Exactly, because I love cooking with the skin. It adds another element of texture. I think I'm gonna have to pick this up too and bite into it. Oh my gosh, look at that. Oh, that's like my favorite. Just because Isn't it cracked it? like that. Remember how I was saying like, I like my fish like a steak almost, yeah. but flaky at the same time, stiff oh, and yeah. flaky. Oh my gosh. That is perfect actually. <laughs> this is perfect. I don't look know if you that. can see this. This is like perfect on the inside. <laughs> I think I'm jealous. <laughs> you got the perfect meat slice for the moose. I, I get yours. the perfect salmon. <laughs> Mm. I think it's just this high quality salmon too that's so banging. Definitely got the honey, got the char. Oh gosh, that crust is so good. On yeah. top, mm -hmm. that blackened salmon seared, mm. but not dry, right? At all. Just the top layer, but not dry. And that fire was hot. Oh, it was hot, hot. Because it was the first thing to get in there. The regular butter turned into a brown butter, which added a little bit of the nuttiness to it. But with everything, you have to pivot. And this was a good pivot. Sam is actually one of my favorite. Mm. And it's so juicy. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> you would think it turned out dried because that hot, that, I mean. That flame, yeah. The flame. But it is good. I think we did it. Mm. We did it. Maybe we're gonna have to go on more Alaskan adventures together. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in the summer. <laughs> the, the winter I've had. Mm. So this was definitely a good adventure. I do hope we still get to see the Northern Lights, but it's a little cloudy out here, isn't it? Mm-hmm, it's snowing. And it's snowing, <laughs> but I did get to see it though. So I think this is gonna wrap it up. Thanks everyone for watching. Thank you very much. Chef Eric Marshall, the palate pleaser, Chop Champion. Sipping Streams Tea Company, Alaska's only international award-winning tea company, 11 times. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the only tea farm in Alaska too, here at Sheena Hot Springs, the first ever geothermal powered tea farm in the world. Oh yeah. And I love the tea. <laughs> Thank you for watching. See you guys later. And just one more thing, we have an absolutely free private Facebook group for people just like you who are interested in learning more about tea. It's called the Sipping Streams Tea Tribe and we go live every week. So go to Facebook and look for the Sipping Streams Tea Tribe and join today.